0: Don't you live from St. Louis, Missouri, this is Coffee Contracts and Cocktails, where we put the real back into relationships and relationships back into real estate, and we did it. We did it. We're, we're broadcasting live from Jess's house, not my basement. Oh,
1: God. Yeah.
0: We did it we did it we did it we did it yeah so then you we lied
1: it. technically because we're not in st louis missouri
0: ah <laughs> well the show <laughs> is stationed in st louis Missouri. Mm, okay listen if we didn't have as many municipalities as there are countries in europe we would still be in st louis
1: i think that's your favorite like go-to fact
0: because it is a fact <laughs> Uh, or it's really close
1: the rest of the time. Uh,
0: today's topic, we're going to be talking about HOAs, homeowners associations, uh, pros, maybe cons, uh, things that you can, can't do, things that uh, whenever you're buying a home, you may want to you know, check into and read the thing because we've run into it a few times now where um, people are wanting to do something to the house that we've been like, well, I probably have to check with the homeowners association. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. And whether you want to or not, if your home that you will own or want to purchase is in a subdivision with a homeowners association, you have to follow their rules. Like it, sometimes their rules are like two pages and not a big deal. And sometimes they're like 30 pages and their covenants that date back to like the seventies. It, but regardless you just have to follow the rules and know what they are if that applies to you
0: right yeah um, like one of them one that's becoming really popular right now is chickens can mm-hmm. you have chickens can you have a chicken coop and all on the run and all that and um, by the way everybody Corey's here today hi <laughs> uh, and uh, Corey's in the studio with uh, chickens mm. and they have been actually some of the people who I guess I don't remember the exact term, but the people who sell people chickens. Um, so like the people that you would buy your chickens from a chicken dealer, a chicken dealer, uh, they <laughs> said that they have been seeing their sales up over 200%. So super fun thing. Like, I would personally love to have chickens would absolutely love it. Uh, don't think that I could get away with that with the guys. I'm not even worried about Molly. Like, I'm pretty sure the chickens would give Molly a run for her A money. chicken
1: would beat up Molly.
0: Yeah. So, um, for those of you who are listening and have no idea, Molly is my 12-pound uh, chihuahua pug mix. Um, Rat. She is uh, a Bambi in the, in the wild. Uh, I'm just kidding. She prances around like one. Anyhow. Um, so, yeah, Chickens.
1: Um, yeah. A lot of, um, maybe not a lot, but I've definitely had more conversations about chickens in real estate than I ever thought I would. Um, whether I've had listings and buyers agents have reached out to me and been like, hey, do you have the indentures already? Because my clients want chickens. And if this neighborhood doesn't allow chickens, like they're not interested in your house. Crazy. Um, or I've had people who already own houses. A friend of mine actually reached out and was like, hey, can you Like, give me any information. I have chickens. There's no policy in my HOA, but they're like fighting me now because a neighbor complained. Can you help me out? Um, Strange, strange thing, but it's becoming super popular. And I think that's kind of cool, actually.
0: It is. Um, Well, whenever I was just up north, they had chickens up there at their house, and it was super sweet. I mean, oddly relaxing to go and let the chickens out and then. Just watch them cluck around, and just <laughs> like as weird as it sounds, it's whole. They're what? hilarious to watch. They're hilarious to watch. Are I they... let
1: my dogs out in the morning. Patrick wants to let chickens out in the morning.
0: I mean, it's it's just they are amusing animals. Um, so anyhow, but I know some of them are like, oh, you know, you can have up to four, uh,
1: right?
0: You know, but you can't have a rooster. Some. HOAs are like, oh, no, you can have a rooster just whenever it starts crowing and it's got to go. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Um, That's another good one. Oh, especially with COVID now, uh, pools mm-hmm. pools in your HOA.
1: Subdivision pools have either been not opening or opening with, like, extra restrictions. And so then it begs the question, a lot of people are like, well, then do I even need to pay my yearly dues if the main expense that they go towards isn't even open this year. I've, I've heard a lot of people like low key bitching about that.
0: Um. (laughs) I mean, I would, some of the HOAs are expensive. Mm -hmm. If I'm paying 550 bucks a year, Mm -hmm. I get that that's a year. However, if I'm paying to upkeep a pool and there's no pool usage to be upkept, Uh, (laughs) if the pool's not getting used yeah no i'm not paying for it right like is the pool running and if so why if nobody can use it why do you have it on and i get maybe there are some pool listeners who are like well you're just stupid you gotta have the pool running." and blah blah i have no idea about how pools work i don't know the fine tunings workings of them i don't have one um I'm just an ignorant non-pooler. So uh, I don't know. I would think that maybe they could probably just drain it and yeah. let it be, you know, effectively winterize it because what <clears throat> it's looking like is that it's not going to open for a while. Right. And pools are going to be closed in a couple months anyhow. So.
1: Yeah. How? Um, however, the article I found on realtor.com that is referencing a study that, they did about homeowners associations and COVID and all of that. Um, it said 90% of homeowners within an HOA were still paying or expected to pay their dues at the beginning of May as of like when they did the study. Sure. Um, and no, no one was really offering like, a discount or a reprieve they were just working with you for maybe like a payment plan or waiving late fees homeowners associations are still expecting you to pay your dues in full and then there was also a little caveat in the article that said some of them are even raising dues because they have unexpected expenses with all of the insanity
0: hmm. As in, they have to pay employees, and they're not getting. I don't understand. That. Uh,
1: I didn't either. It didn't elaborate. I would probably be super pissed if that was something that affected me.
0: Yeah, I. Well, I'm not a big fan. I'm a big fan of like cheap HOAs because you know, okay, it, you get like, what you pay for. <laughs> right. It's like a hundred bucks, and they that nice sign whenever you enter your subdivision. Like that's what it pays for.
1: Present. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My neighborhood.
0: And, like, maybe snow removal. That would be nice. Wow. Well, um, right, if they did it. But um, maybe, I don't know, throw down some salt. My <clears> streets
1: <throat> were taken over by Jefferson County. Ah, that's right. There was a new program put in out here, so right. that's a different situation. I mean,
0: even, like, smaller-wise, um, like, with our old house, the snow removal and salt was, you know, uh, the part of it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um was definitely part of it. But I remember we actually got a letter from our HOA because I had a soccer net rebounder mm. on the side of the house put up against the side of the house, and you couldn't have anything, not even trash cans or anything, yeah, yeah, stored there. And a neighbor said something about it. Oh, that's right. Oh, I had my truck parked on the street. Do you remember that? With yeah. my magnets on it. The, mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, you can't park a commercial vehicle on the street. I was like, yeah. It's a <laughs> it is my personal vehicle. No. And uh yeah, they they sent a fine, and I was like, "They're magnets. I can take them off. I'm not paying it. It's not a commercial vehicle. It's my personal right vehicle." Yeah, and so they were like, "Well, someone said it." I'm like, "Okay, well, <laughs> I'm not going to tattle tale, but there are. I take you know, whenever we would take walks, there were two people who were constantly parked on the street, and after I got mine, my quote unquote fine that I didn't end up paying because <laughs> I argued it." Uh, Walked by those people and they had bought stickers or not stickers, uh, magnets that were the same color as their trucks Mm. and put the magnets over their decals Mm. so you couldn't see that it was so it wasn't advertising. Right. Because that's their thing. They're like, oh, well, we don't want people advertising
1: no i've run into that a lot and um i don't know if it's always that same justification but anytime i have a client with a take-home work vehicle um whether it's like a utility or anything there's a bunch of them in here they they have to read the hoa to know if they can park their trucks in their own driveways or not mm-hmm. um and i've i know personally of a couple different people who can't and they park their take home work vehicle at a commuter lot nearby Mm -hmm. And then they drive their personal normal vehicle to that every morning. And like, I think that's
0: kind of fucked up. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. See, I never really understood commuter lots until I started getting into real estate and seeing all this stuff happening. This is crazy. Yeah. I mean, but HOAs do good things as well. I mean, you know,
1: they, they don't let shit pile up in front yards and your neighborhood Mm -hmm. look awful and all that stuff. Like there is definitely some good to be done there.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, we're not slamming HOAs, just the oddities that people don't really think about.
1: Exactly. And they are in charge. I've had several clients who are like, Hey, like, what do I need to do to put up a fence? And I'm like, you need to check with your HOA first. They're like, no, they can't tell me what I can do
0: and can't do on my private property. I'm like, yeah, they can. Sorry. (laughs) Well, it's like uh, the buyer that we just had out in St. Charles. Mm -hmm. She has a corner lot. And she wanted to put up a fence, but I'm like, you need to check with the HOA first, which was a big deal for her because she's got a big, I say big dog Maverick's not that big, but uh, you know, she wanted a six foot wood privacy fence, which is great. I'm like, you need to check with them to see how far out you can bring that thing and a survey. And like, you need to take all that information to the HOA and say, Hey, Here's my lines. Here's where I want to put it. Here's what it's going to be. And now I didn't really think that we weren't worried about it because you looked at the eight houses that had fences and you had chain link, four foot white vinyl, six foot white vinyl, uh, wood, at various sizes it's like yeah okay they don't care
1: right most of the time, i have seen that they're pretty reasonable they just either like to be kept in the loop or mm-hmm. just like as an extra check and balance kind of <laughs> to make sure that what you're doing isn't gonna screw anything up right um and then on the flip side of that my neighborhood technically i think you're supposed to present fence plans to the hoa i definitely never did and no one ever said anything Oop. so you know <laughs>
0: Sometimes you get away with it, sometimes you don't. I mean... It's
1: also Jeffco. I probably wouldn't have tried that in St. Charles on a corner lot, so... <laughs>
0: That's fair. Well, like, uh, at my mom's... Uh, whenever we moved in, they said they, you could only have two domestic pets. hmm So we had to get rid of my dog. Not that I'm bitter about it or anything. Not at all. Clearly not traumatized. He was awesome. He was a Bernice Mountain German... uh Tyson? No.
1: Oh, good. You no, love him chance. so much, you don't even remember what he was. Uh, he was a
0: Bernice Mountain, a um, me. not a German Shepherd mix. It was like a, well, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Bernice Mountain and some kind of a Shepherd mix. I very clearly uh, loved Dog. Anyway, <clears throat> we had him for like four months because we got him at Brightwood and then we moved out to Winter Park. And we had to get rid of him because my mom read the indentures. Yeah, it was that dog. I don't remember that. I remember uh, Tyson. Do you remember Tyson? Yeah, I remember getting Tyson. Tyson, we got rid of Tyson for well, different was, reasons. Well, yeah. Oh but, <clears throat> we took him out <laughs> back. All right. No. Tyson was a very good dog. Um, he was just a, do- a, a Roddy. He was a very dominant dog oh. and did not get along with the other male dog in uh, the house. Yeah. Uh, it was unfortunate whenever he came into his yeah, own number of domestic pets N- number of domestic <laughs> pets yeah we could only have two and then we ended up like living there for what like a year or two i'm pretty sure we had like five. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well because we had well we ended up getting at one point we had jade molly frosty and thor yeah so we had four
1: Quite the array of
0: pets. And then we, sub- yes. we supplemented with birds and two lizards. Sure, and yes. fish. Did oh we my. Have we did. Oh, Do those oh, count oh, as
1: oh, domestic oh, pets or exotic pets?
0: Well, it's more than, they're, they're I digress. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then, yeah. Oh, I also had fish. I don't know if those are considered uh, domestic or exotic, but uh, well, <laughs> that's mm. uh, that. Uh, that's really it. Yeah. Um, just whenever you guys are buy your homes. Be sure that, you know, you ask your realtor if there is an HOA and then ask the sellers for their indentures. We always tell our sellers to please get us a copy before we go live would be great. Um, if there is an HOA, because people need to see that stuff. People
1: will ask. There's always someone with a work vehicle or a chicken or something that they need to know if it's an option for them or not.
0: Not only that, it's actually an addendum well not an addendum a writer uh, writer that somebody can attach to the contract is to see those covenants and indentures before you know it all closes one well, that. yep um that's it that's all we got for today Woo-hoo. Woo! thanks for uh, tuning in everybody we will come at you uh, with another one next week if you guys have any uh, questions comments uh anything like that please feel free to hit us up on any of our social medias uh facebook instagram uh i would give out my personal phone number but i can see that going horribly wrong um and we don't have a text line so you know oh (laughs) um but yeah feel free to reach out and you know tell us things that you are wanting to hear us chat about or if you guys have any questions or anything like that Hit us up So uh, from Jess, from Corey, from myself, thank you for tuning in to Coffee Contracts and Cocktails. And we will catch up with you guys next time.